Welcome back to the podcast. I hope the summer is treating you well, that you're staying cool, uh, staying healthy, all of those good things. And we miss you at Mission Hills. It's been so good to see some of you all at things like Pride um, or the expungement workshops, things like that. Uh, and just reminding ourselves that it is okay to think creatively and to move gracefully through the different seasons that we have here at Mission Hills and along the year. But we are back this upcoming Sunday to join together for a morning retreat. And we've done something similar like this last year about the same time and we're excited to do it again and see again, what is revealed by using space and time differently to slow down more, to be intentional um, in this way. So I am just going to offer a few very, very brief thoughts here. And the majority of our time on Sunday will be kind of a choose your own challenge, allowing each person to find what rest looks like for them on Sunday morning. I will use um, our text from this past week, Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. It'll probably sound familiar, uh, both versions. The uh, message version we've used quite a lot here, and then also kind of one of the uh, New Standard Revised versions. It says, Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Word of the Lord. So I want to just bring us to a couple of questions this week. The first is, what is rest? And uh, Trisha Hersey, who created the Nap Ministry, says rest can be anything that connects your mind and your body. Rest is anything that connects your mind and your body. And of course, that is true in certain ways, right? This isn't just about getting enough sleep at night. It is not the $4.9 trillion wellness industry It is not any sort of consumer habit um, that tells us we need one more thing before we can rest. It is a deep unraveling, right? The systems at play, from the have-tos that we've held on to, uh, from the patterns that we've seen go through our own families, families around us, communities around us. Of course, we talk so much about systems, whether it's white supremacy and capitalism, 
um, but also the systems around us in our own little organic ecosystem of our lives. We have to disrupt these systems that see our bodies as a tool for production and labor. We're not machines. We're not meant to sell our lives away. Um, We have to embrace some sense of realizing that not only are we belonging to the divine, we're belonging to the sense of connection uh, that can only often be found when we're fully at rest. And I think something that needs to be said is there's a huge difference between emphatic rest and distracted rest. And let's be honest, most of the time that we spend quote-unquote resting ends up in that second category where you might be home in a space that feels comforting, um, but there are also five million things, reminders, to-do lists, etc., that are still knocking on your door. There's also a difference between a burnout tired and an enjoyable tired. I know for me, I have noticed um, that my joints are having a harder time uh, some days when I wake up and they're already sore. They already feel like I've done a workout before I've even done anything. Um, That is a very different feeling than after a hard workout or after something that I've done where I feel like, man, I really get to enjoy the sensation in my body that reminds me that I worked hard. Um, When we talk about rest, it is something that can't just be a band-aid, right? It has to restore some part of us, not to just get ourselves back to where we were, um, but to move us forward. And I have to laugh. Um, I was talking with one of my fellow chaplains in our office in between uh, visits this week, and he reminded me of the quote uh, that he loves from Al Pacino in Scent of a Woman, where basically says, there's no prosthetic for an amputated spirit. And the context, of course, is drastically different. Um, But I think there is truth in the statement. There's no prosthetic for an amputated spirit. When you are in a space of burnout, when you are in a space that no amount of physical rest can fix where you're at, it takes an entire rewiring and rerouting of your life and the way that you're spending your time to really feel like you can reclaim some sense of yourself. One of the first things often to go is that feeling like ourselves. And I invite you to ask, when was the last time you truly felt like yourself? And when was the last time you truly felt deeply at rest? And I wonder if those two things might collide. Now, Jesus, of course, in these verses talks about this supposedly easy yoke. And I know Ryan really enjoys the message uh, version of these verses. That was the second half of what I read. And I do too. Um, Particularly that line of, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. How many of our systems, our jobs, etc., feel ill-fitting more than anything? That there's a certain amount of rub that happens on us, on our shoulders, because 
it just doesn't quite fit right. You've been forcing yourself to fit a mold that you just can't carry on any longer. I think taking on this different understanding of work, because Jesus still says, keep with me, walk with me, work with me. We're not completely uh, divorcing ourselves from this need to work in some form in our lives. But it does mean laying down things that are no longer necessary for us to carry. Things that interfere with our focus on love, on showing up for our neighbors, on justice. Things that hopefully continue to fill us back up even as we're working. These are things like the weight of guilt, perfectionism, regret, unresolved grief addictions, etc. Things that separate ourselves from our truest sense of who we are. This is a giving up of having to keep pulling and holding on to things that we no longer need. I think what Ryan has said before about this idea of yoke is what, it's what controls people as they're making their way through life. And the sense of control is really hard because um, it's something I think every person can relate to in some, some way. But there's also so much beauty in being able to say, you know what, I, I refuse to be part of the system today, even if it's for a short period of time. Bronte Velez has a quote and says, how will you be useless to capitalism today? And I absolutely love that um, because there are some days we need to be absolutely useless to capitalism. And that means that you've spent your time enjoying things that don't have a price tag on them, that has no level of achievement or success attached to it. You can literally just be you and just be with people um, that continue to affirm that. I think the belief for me that comes along with this idea of achieving true rest, again, that emphatic rest, and also figuring out a different way to carry ourselves and carry um, the things that we care about throughout our lives, is that this isn't easy, and yet we're all in this together. For me, it means that no one ends up a burden, that freedom and dignity are given to every person, right? We are allowed to take up space. We're allowed to trust the process and give up things that don't serve us anymore. I think that's what Jesus ends up saying is that there can be something different about how he takes up space or how he moves through life and invites us to do that too. And often, I think part of this is combating the lie that tells you you're behind or running out of time, that it is absolutely okay to take as much time as you need to get to the end of a goal, to get to um, the next step, whatever that might be, and that you can pivot as many times as you need to or want to in this life. And so we want to put these things into practice to explore what are our beliefs about rest, um, what would it mean to get away, to recover our lives, to take a real rest, 
to figure out what the heck we mean when we say unforced rhythms of grace. So there's nothing you have to achieve on Sunday when we get together. The goal purely is to show up. It's an opportunity to commune with nature, yourself, your ideas of rest, to figure out where you feel burnt out, and even just to hold a hope for a connection. Right? Sometimes the first step is just figuring out how to be and how to hold hope that things are okay and will continue to be. We'll have a variety of different ways to engage on Sunday, um, between music, indoor, outdoor space, um, be able to use kind of the full property um, in different ways, whether it's through art or writing or walking or thinking or simply breathing. You can come into the space and exist however you need to in that moment. We have to carve out time like this, um, and we're happy to be able to do it for each other in this way. So otherwise, it's really hard to find this kind of space in our, our day-to-day. So with all of this said, um, I invite you into thinking about what do I hope for um, on this retreat Sunday? How do I connect to this idea of emphatic rest? And how can I continue to let myself just be? To have the greatest amount of grace for yourself in this moment. I'm excited to wander with you all, as that is really what I will be doing on Sunday, is wandering. through my thoughts, uh, through what I feel like is coming next. Uh, We're all in so many different kinds of transitions. Um, So with all of that said, as we approach this week, may we love God, embrace beauty, and live life to the fullest. 